Time now for sports on 104.7 The Cave. Here's Ned Reynolds. Mike, the intern, Ned Reynolds in the studio. It's Friday. Let's talk Chiefs football. So yesterday, the Kansas City Chiefs were against the AFC West divisional rivals, the Denver Broncos in Denver. And early on, it looked like the Chiefs are going to just put their foot right on the throat of the Broncos and crush I even started doing work because I was like, well, I can relax now. Well, <laughs> I was wrong. They almost beat themselves. And had your thoughts. Well, they they echoed your thoughts. That's exactly what they did. They took their foot off the pedal subconsciously, but you can't do that in any kind of professional uh, aspect of any sort, not just sports, but you can't. You've got to continue on, and the Chiefs did not. Well, I didn't felt that they were in any danger, Mike, because Denver's just simply not a very good team. Kansas City's only beaten them 14 straight times now. 14 straight dating back to 2015. And it's likely to be 15 because they play in Kansas City coming up in a couple of weeks. Denver returns that visit. The Broncos are not a real good team. It is not Russell Wilson's fault. Wilson's trying his best, but he has no offensive line, has no receivers at all other than Jerry Judy. And you can't operate that way. Anyway, the Chiefs got off to a big lead. They... Took their foot off the pedal. Denver is not without some talent. Came back. Never did I think, though, that they were in any danger. And uh, Kansas City wins at 34-28. Mahomes, 28 of 42 through the year for 352 yards, three touchdowns, 431 total yards for Kansas City. Denver's pretty good defensive team, but Kansas City was steamrolling them on, on any number of occasions. And the defense. Denver, the Chiefs knew that Denver didn't have a very good offensive line, but my God, six times Russell Wilson is sacked six times, and the last one gained him a concussion. And see, he's probably going to be on concussion syndrome here for a while. Boy, that's that's a, it was a nasty, nasty hit, no, and it was on the yeah. side of his head. He yeah, had a big lump there. It wasn't necessarily from the hit; it's from the way he hit the ground. Yeah, when he hit that turf, man, and it and it it wasn't again like it. That just happens when you scramble and everyone's trying to chase you down, and and Frank fell on top of him. But it was really the way he hit his head and the look on his face. He knew he was hurt. It was a little scary, but well, he yeah. Was, he was dazed. There's no question about that. He was dazed when he went down, and they did the right thing. Get him out of there. Don't hey, don't risk any further harm. You're not going anywhere this year. So he was put to the sidelines, and <laughs> kid who came in there, the ripping kid from Boise State, didn't do too bad a job, but he's not as experienced as, as Wilson, and you knew they weren't going to come back then. So it's a nice win for Kansas City, but I... I just a word of caution for uh, what it's worth. They keep practicing this kind of psychology, and it's going to come back and bite him in the rear end one of these games. You've got to watch out. These are, and I tend to talk about this on Ned Talk all the time, they're pro athletes. They're gaining a paycheck. They're in here trying their best, and you can't let up on a circumstance like that. I don't think the Chiefs will. I think they're the best team in the NFL, and hopefully they'll continue. Patrick Mahomes throwing three picks yesterday wasn't a very good look well, either. He, again, he's one of them who lost his concentration a little bit and made errant tosses. The only one that I thought was legitimate, well, he, he did throw one that hit the, <laughs> hit the guy's arm and bounced up. did look like it hit the ground, but it did not. It was on the arm. The one in which the defender stepped right in front of Kelsey and picked off that pass. I've often wondered why defenses aren't set up that way in the past. Uh, Kelsey's a good receiver, great receiver, and, and runs the good routes. But he can be defensed. 
if can if a team wants to take a chance and expend another individual and give up another part of the game. That's why Kansas City is so good. But the fact is that uh, Mahomes probably wasn't as sharp in the ladder going as he could have been. But again, look at the lead they had. And I, again, never thought that they were in any danger. No, I didn't either. But at the same time, you're right. Some For some reason, it just it, we should have just hit 50 and just coasted and had uh, Henny out there for the second half, but that didn't happen, but a win is a win, and like you said, they're professional athletes. It's the NFL any given Sunday. I'm going to give you another case in point, too. I think the Dallas Cowboys have a very good team. They almost had their behinds handed. Oh, dude, by the Texans, and guess who the Chiefs play next Sunday? Houston Texans in Houston. In Houston, and yeah, you're right on the money, dude. Houston controlled that game in the first half for sure, and uh, it was only by luck, I think, the Cowboys came back to win it but at the same time i was kind of hoping that uh Miami dolphins could take care of business for us against the chargers because had that happened the chiefs would have clinched the afc west for the seventh time but unfortunately uh, they're gonna clinch it come on eh, come on we still got four more weeks ned don't say nothing like you said they're all professional athletes anything can happen so some pretty interesting college basketball games over the weekend specifically that alabama one was kind of crazy alabama knocking off number one of the country Houston after houston had a what a 44 to 29 lead mm. something like that Mm-mm-mm. Boy, Kelvin Sampson, who was Houston's coach, won't like that one tiny little bit. Those, Those kids, kids are running right as we on the speak. drill, back and forth, <laughs> and up the stairs, and down the stairs, and they will be running. Houston, Houston has a pretty tough schedule now. They play in the American Athletic Conference, and, and Tulsa and Temple, and teams of that Memphis, they're all rivals of this team at least for one year. There's a lot of those teams, inclusive of Houston, are moving on to the Big 12 Conference, but... It's, it's all part of the metamorphosis of college athletics. Still, Houston loses, but for Missouri's men's team, this was not a very good weekend at all. Missouri State loses to the likes of Purdue-Fort Wayne. Now, I must admit you, I wasn't even familiar with them at all. The Mastodons, and then to cap it all off in the game program, Mastodons is misspelled. Boy, you talk about an insult. Good gracious. Yeah. Anyway, they beat the Bears 65-61. They're not a bad team, but the Bears shouldn't be losing to teams like that. Big rally from, uh, gosh, you, you've got to have, they sh- the Bears shot 25 of 63 from the field. 25 of 63 made a big rally down the stretch. Got to, they were 10 points down, got to tie it up, and then in the final seconds of the game, they, the Purdue team was or the Purdue Fort Wayne team was hot from the foul line. Four of six. The Bears were abysmal. Four of ten from the foul line. You don't lose to teams like that. Drury's men's team is really in a slump. They're three and seven on the year, and they lose to Quincy. And Evangel's team, Evangel's men's team, is among the nationally ranked NAIA teams in America. They lose in their ball game to Quincy. Okay, this is not good. Well, we'll put it on Missouri's shoulders now. All Missouri was doing was playing Kansas, and Missouri's undefeated. Undefeated no longer. Oh, my goodness. 97 to 68, I think, was the final score, and the Kansas Jayhawks went in and did a number on the Missouri Tigers. Ladies, lady situation a lot better. Lady Bears win, Lady Panthers win, and the Lady Valor all get victories. But kind of a, kind of a convoluted weekend in very many respects. 
Definitely uh, some interesting games there, especially if you put any kind of chocolate chips on some things. You might be having a rough Monday for sure. (laughs) Uh, Speaking of which, FCS semifinals are this weekend. Uh, We have some pretty good competition in the Missouri Valley. 24 teams made the FCS or Division I AA uh, playoffs. Uh, 24 teams made it three from the Missouri Valley. That's down by one from what it used Actually, down by two from what it usually is. But we had three teams in. One, North Dakota, was eliminated last week. Two teams going into the semifinals remain. One is the nine-time national champs, North Dakota State. They are still in there. And the other one is the number one team in America, South Dakota State. They will play in the semifinals coming up this weekend. North Dakota State will play at home in Fargo against a team that many folks are not familiar with at all, and that's College of the Incarnate Word, University of the Incarnate Word. It's out of San Antonio, Texas. It is, interestingly enough, the largest Catholic college in the state of Texas, and they recently became Division I. They play in the Southland Conference, and they are a very, very good football team. They'll play North Dakota State in the Fargo Dome on Friday night. Saturday afternoon, South Dakota State's Jackrabbits play the Montana State Ball Club, and they are really good. And that game is outside in Brookings, South Dakota. Of course, it's Montana State they're playing. They're accustomed to circumstances like that. The semifinalists, the winners, all play for the championship on January 8th in Frisco, Texas. It could be, could be an all-Missouri Valley Conference championship. Could be. We'll find out what happens this weekend. We grab representation for us if it did. Big <laughs> Always time. Is. Big time. Um, and on that note, uh, we've got some uh, college football bowl games beginning this weekend. Is that right? We do indeed. There are two on Friday night and six on Saturday. Six bowl games on Saturday. So a bunch of the 41 get out of the way pretty quickly. There are some actually pretty good matchups. On Saturday, Brigham Young's playing Southern Methodist in the New Mexico Bowl which is being played in New Mexico, interestingly enough. <laughs> the uh, Florida-Oregon State game, and this is a, that's a very good game, Florida-Oregon State's being played in the Las Vegas Bowl, and that's being played in Las Vegas. Interesting. And Louisville versus Cincinnati is in the Fenway Bowl. Now, where do you suppose the Fenway Bowl is? I would assume in Boston. Thank you, sports fans. What, what great imagination on the part hey, of these at people. least it's not some stupid, you know, <laughs> Ned Soap Bar Bowl or the Ned, the the Ned, Ned J.D. Bowl. The Ned, yeah, the Ned, the Ned Expletive Bowl. I don't know, but uh, hey, you know what? At the end of the day, that means we've got some great college football left, even though it's coming, coming to an end. Well, Actually, we, there's, there's also pro football on Saturday, too. I know. Triple hitter. And then that's when it really starts, because you've got games starting this weekend on Saturdays for the NFL, and then, of course, next weekend, the Chiefs will play on, or not next weekend, but the weekend after on Christmas Eve. It is Christmas Eve is when they're playing. Yeah, I get it's a Christmas Seahawks. Eve day game, yeah, I believe. Yeah, uh-huh, a noon game, yeah, at Arrowhead. will be their next home game, actually. I think it's Denver, if I'm not mistaken. No, Seattle, Seahawks. Oh, Seahawks. And then right, so. they play the Broncos on uh, New Year's Day, so crazy finish to the season, but it feels like we just started it. Where does the time go, Ned? Jeez <laughs> happy Louise. <New> <laughs> yeah, happy, yeah, I'm, <laughs> happy Valentine's Day, brother. I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs>